A man become preeminent, he's expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Poor Hitter Podcast. This is Rob D, the Dead Poor Hitter. I'm going to do a quick blast through the weekend lineup. I know I haven't done this in a while, but um, I decided to cram it in and try to give you guys some help as um, what to expect this weekend for setting your lineups for Friday to Sunday, as well as some daily tips maybe as well. So it's 3.45 on Friday. Again, it's a little late, but I'm going to try my best to um, get to you guys as much as I can. Um, so there's been a game played already, the Marlins versus the Cubs. Um, that started at 2:20. Um, that series will be seeing two lefties versus the Cubs, Justin Steele and Drew Smiley, um, and one lefty for the Marlins and Jesus Lazardo. So um, usually Joey Wendell has been sitting versus lefties. He has played two of the last six, but he's in the lineup today. Um, Luan Diaz um, is his third straight game not playing versus a lefty. Um, Jesus Sanchez got called down. Peyton Burdick is up. Little power-speed combination. Brian De La Cruz is playing every day, and he has some really sneaky good um, metrics under the hood going on. So um, play him, and if you have a chance to pick him up, maybe you can run with the PT and maybe get some um, output from what he's putting in um, for the Cubs. Nico Horner and Seiya Suzuki sat today. Um, Christopher Morrell got the shot at shortstop. Nick Madrigal is back. Started the last three games. Um, Ian Happ hasn't been great at home in his last 67 plate appearances at home. 557 OPS. 0.061 ISO. No barrels. 34% K percentage and 64% ground balls. Um, That's not great. Um, Suzuki, um, since he's come off the the IL 59 plate appearances 700 OPS um, at home and with a 196 ISO um, so hopefully he gets back into the lineup he can give you some punch as well in the weekend in the last 30 Nico Horner is his average is dipped to 190 still chipping in two homers three stolen bases and should be good going forward Schwindel has been playing sparingly um, and you'll get your Rafael Ortega versus uh, right hand pitching when he leads off um, so let's move over to the uh, Mets series versus the Braves. They'll be playing four games this weekend. Uh, the Mets will be throwing out three righties and a lefty, and the Braves will be throwing three righties and a lefty as well. Orlando Garcia was only facing left-handed pitchers. Now he has started five in a row versus righties and two homers and 11% barrel in those games. Um, Bobby Ghostman has not played at all, has not started at all since he was traded to the Braves. Um, not in the lineup today either, uh, so we don't know what to expect with him going forward. He's probably just going to be a little bit of a bit player. He's probably going to get there in versus lefties. Maybe he'll see the game versus David Peterson tomorrow. So um, for the Mets, newcomer Tyler Nagren has sat um, one game versus lefty, and he's kind of been platooning versus righties with Mark Conner. Um, today he is in the lineup playing left field, and Conner is indeed sitting 
Um, so something to watch going forward. They'll probably put two Nem versus righties. You don't want Connor sitting too much, and you'll probably see Connor definitely in versus lefties. Um, so yeah, Connor's played it's three of seven since Nathan arrived. Um, since July 24th, Eduardo Escobar has only played in four out of ten games, two versus lefties, two versus righties. He's out again today with Luis Guillorme getting continuous starts at third base. Um, so you'll probably get three out of four games with the, uh, for Vogelbach here. He'll probably sit versus the one lefty. And Darren Ruff, the newcomer, will probably only get one game here. James McCann back from the IL as well. So let's move over to the Red Sox um, traveling to KC. Red Sox throwing three righties. Royals throwing one lefty. Um, Darren Duran has only started two or four. Uh, versus left-handed pitching since July 26th, but he's in the lineup tonight versus Greinke. He's a righty, so maybe he sits tomorrow versus Lynch. Hard to say, um, but might might be the best uh, bet going forward. Um, Verdugo sat versus left-handed pitching um, after seven starts in a row since July 5th, um, but he might even be prone to maybe sitting a couple games with Tommy Pham in the pitching now, but since July 5th, um, I mean, his last 30 games, Verdugo has one barrel, no homers, one stolen base, and a 67 WRC+. Uh, Rafael Devers is back in action, playing third base. We're all excited for that. Eric Hosmer entered the pitcher at first base, so Bobby Dahl back. PT is probably going to plummet now. Um, he might play one, maybe versus the lefty, versus Lynch, maybe um, Hosmer sits, and we have to see how that goes going forward. Um, Christian Arroyo has played seven straight. He's not in the lineup today. Yomar Sanchez takes his place, but um, Arroyo has been getting starts at second, third, and short. He's one of those guys that can fill in admirably if you're looking for a multi-eligibility guy, or maybe he's in a D.C., and you, you know you probably get some good production from him when he's healthy. Kevin Ploiecki is taking over for the majority of the catching duties since they traded Vasquez. He's played three of four since the trade. Um, sitting today, but tw- um, three runs, one ribby in his last 30 games. Um, Tommy Pham is batting second tonight for his fourth straight game. For the Royals side, um, it looks like... Yes, Nick Prado is in. Prado, Prado, I have to get that right, um, versus the righties. But he sat versus um, left-handed pitching and right-handed pitching. So it's something to keep an eye on. Um, he sat uh, last night versus the right hand. And he, you know, he, he three out of 15 games he sat versus a right-handed pitcher. So um, there might be some games where he just sits versus a righty when you're not expecting it. But just know that it's been happening Um he has two barrels, one homer, and 35% K rate, and a 17% swing strike rate since being called up. Michael Massey is the new second baseman for the Royals. I think he's going to play every day going forward. He's starting at second base every day since the call-up. batting second today, and he had a steal last night. Um, you'll get your everyday PT from Hunter Dozier and, um, you know, Michael Taylor uh, as well. He actually is not in the lineup tonight. Um, Kyle Bell takes his place, who's also been playing sparingly, um, but mostly against righties. So, um, and Nate Eaton gets into the action tonight. So, take aware of that. Um, Michael Taylor, you know, he's always good for your DC, probably one of your outfielders that, you know, lingering around and you can plug him in. Uh, suck to see he's not in the lineup tonight, but I'm sure he'll get the the start for the rest of the weekend. So, let's move over to Cincinnati traveling to Milwaukee. Um, 
the lineup is not out yet for that. Uh, but Votto in his last 56 plate appearances versus lefties. So, yes, so the, Red, the Reds are facing two lefties and Eric Lauer and Ashby. And the Brewers are facing one lefty and Nick Lodolo. Votto in his last 56 plate appearances versus lefties, 10% barrel, um, 34% K rate, 55% ground ball rate, 70-74 OPS. Um, in its last 30 overall, six barrels, four homers, 30% home run to five ball, 13% barrel rate, 29 to 12 K to BB. So he's finding his groove again a little bit. Um, Nick Sandell in his last 50 plate appearances versus lefties, zero barrels, 357 average, 40% ground ball, 940 OPS. He just sat versus righty on Thursday. Um, so hopefully he gets in versus all three games, not only the two lefties, but you know, maybe Corbin Burns um, as well, which probably won't be a great start for him anyway. But we're looking for some volume here if you're looking for a DC play. Jake Fraley, um, he sits first all lefties. Um, so probably a sit in most formats. Um, Aristides Aquino is back. He was punishing AAA. Um, put him in your lineup, I guess, for a shot of power if you really need it. He's played in two games. He's played one versus a righty, one versus a lefty since he's been called up again. Jose Barrero is back, and it looks like he's going to run at shortstop. You might see Kyle Farmer. It might be a little risky play. So just if you have to use him, probably throw Kyle Farmer in there if you have to, if you don't have any middle infield options or whatever in your DCs. But uh, in a daily league or something like that, you probably want to see what you get going forward with his playing time. For Milwaukee, uh, Colton Wong has played his last three versus left-handed pitcher after sitting three games prior to that. But his year-to-date versus lefty 66 plate appearances, 125 average, 55% ground ball rate, and a 367 OPS. Not great. Um, the Brewers DFA'd Pedro Javrino. Then the Vias went down on AL. On the AL, um, the winner here is Victor Caratini. Um, to get the majority of playing time. In 180 plate appearances, he has a 192 ISO, 8 homers, and 10.5% barrel rate, 21 to 12 K to walk rate, which is great, and 78% contact. Uh, Tyrone Taylor is playing almost every day, but um, last 14 games, last 14 days, only 222 average, 28% K rate, 14% swing strike rate, but does have 11.5% barrel rate, so got to straighten that out. Um, let's move over to the Colorado Rockies versus the Diamondbacks. No lineup out yet for that. Um, the Rockies will be throwing out three righties, and the Diamondbacks are throwing out one lefty, Madison Bumgarner. Um, Charlie Blackman on the road, 190 plate appearances, 229 average, 668 OPS, um, 27 plate appearances per home run on the road with 308 expected Woba. He started five of the last six first lefties, so do what you want with that. Um, obviously, if you need, you know, he's part of your outfield rotation. Um, if you have someone to, you know, sub in, you might want to look to do that. Randall Gritchick is hitting 178 on the road with a 288 slug and a 30% K rate. Connor Joe, he's uh, just been done. I had high hope for him this year, but he just hasn't gotten it done. And Fab League, if you haven't already dropped him, drop him. Um, daily leagues, you know, I mean, maybe if you want to stream in Colorado, but they're not in Colorado now. They do have a week in Colorado coming up, but he has sunk to basically playing every other day. He's uh, got a 143 average in his last 30 with 4% barrel rate and 32% hard hit rate and a 32 WRC plus. Not great. Um, Ryan McMahon has started four of his last eight versus left-handed pitching, so just be aware of that. You might get a two out of three situation with him this weekend if you're starting him in a draft champions or your NFC Fab Leagues. Um, switch over to the Diamondback side. Cattell Martin is last 30. has 10 barrels, 5 homers, 14.5% barrel rate, 5.18 slug. 16 straight games he's played with 8 straight at DH. So, um, with 8 of those games, sorry, at DH. So, he's getting in the lineup. Um, 
and he's really starting to flourish. So we're getting to see the Kettle Marte that we've kind of always wanted. Um, Josh Rojas has started five of his last nine versus right-handed pitching. Um, so this is good that he's facing three righties here. Um, you know, we just uh, just be aware of sometimes they get a, you know, they have uh, some guys that they're trying to, you know, get into the lineup and move around. So um, just be aware when the lineup comes out. If you just make sure he's in the lineup. But in the last 30 games, there's two homers, seven rib, seven stolen bases, and 19 runs plus RBIs, which is really solid. So let's move over to the White Sox versus the Rangers. No lineup there. Um, we have uh, the White Sox are throwing out three righties, and so are the Rangers. So our Texas Rangers, we have Josh Smith, who um, he doesn't play every day versus right-handed pitching, but he sat in his last one, so maybe he gets uh, at least two games here. Still tough pitching with Cease, Kopech, and Giolito. Um, he has 126 plate appearances versus righties, 243 average, 12% walk rate, which is good, and a 76% contact rate. So he needs to get on, and he needs to steal a base for you to be valuable for you. Um, Louis, Juan Moncada, last 30 games, 233 average, two homers, 25 runs plus ribbies, um, 25 to 10K to walk, five barrels. He does have an 8% barrel rate versus right-handed pitching and zero versus left-handed pitching in the last 30 days. So, um, good that he's facing some righties. Maybe he can barrel up some balls and be productive. AJ Pollock is on the season versus righties. 244 played, 244 played appearances, 7% barrel percent, 22, uh, 222 average, 69% contact. He's played 16 uh, out of the last 19 with zero stolen bases. Got Josh Harrison pretty much playing every day, uh, the occasional day off, and he's been pretty productive. He's, he's, he's raised his fly ball rate and he's getting some power mixed in. Um, Gavin Sheets is injured. Um, he was available to pinch hit yesterday, but a 98 plate appearance versus righties since being called back up on June 23rd. He has a 9.5% battle rate. So if he gets into the lineup for the whole weekend or maybe two out of three, he might be able to get some power for you. Um, he got 800 OPS, 16-6 K to walk, and 82% contact rate since that call up. So pretty solid if you can get in there and might give you a flash of power. So let's move on to the Houston Astros traveling to... Um, the Cleveland Guardians, um, that lineup is, let's see, it's, 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 uh, oh boy, hold on. That lineup is out, so um, let's see what we're working with. Oscar Gonzalez is in the lineup tonight versus the lefty Framber Valdez. Um, that would be the only lefty they're facing. They're facing two other righties. The, the Guardians are throwing out three righties in this series, um, so... Let's see what to expect from Oscar Gonzalez. You know, he's played this. is going to be three of his four in his return. He's homered. He was getting everyday PT before he got hurt. So it's interesting to see what they do here with him, Nolan Jones, and former top prospect Will Benson. Will Benson started last night, um, but he's not starting today. So it's only one out of five games that he's gotten in there since he's been up. Uh, Nolan Jones is not in the lineup tonight as well. Um... So that'll be one out of his last four games and only seven out of his last 12 since July 24th that he started. And he also has 10 of his 12 RBIs has been in three games. Uh, mixed bag here, 30% K rate, 78% zone contact, not great. Uh, but seven barrels. Um, Stephen Kwan in his last 14 games, 375 average, 412 OBP, um, 411 BABIP. So that's to watch out for. But um, he's just been really good. Um, he has four of his nine stolen bases in that span with 12 runs and five ribbies. So who knows? Maybe he starts to run a little more. Maybe you take advantage with a great catching matchup. Um, 
Maldonado probably isn't the uh, best option to run against, but um, just be aware that he is playing and he's being really productive. On the flip side, Trey Mancini, he's in the lineup tonight versus the rookie Hunter Gaddis, um, which makes um, this five games and been there two starts, both versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Yuli Gurriel is in the lineup as well, playing first, Mancini DHing. Um, Jordan playing left field. Um, Yuli has batted second in four of the five games since Mancini's arrived, so it looks like he's still going to get his run in there. Um, Ledmus Diaz, he's not in the lineup tonight. He's been extremely hot. Um, his last 30, he had 90 plate appearances, 296 average, five homers, 26 run plus ribbies, one stolen base, 400 Wolver, and a 167 WRC+, 10% barrel rate, um, as well as a 112 max EV that he hasn't hit since 2018. So, um, just be you know, it's it's just gonna see what Mancini might get going forward. He might get, might not get the playing time that we expected of him when we drafted him. But if he can take advantage of the left field in Houston, which I think he can, he get that pull rate up. He can be pretty effective in league. You know, in leagues where you could pick him up and stream him. Um, but for DCs or Fab leagues, you're just gonna have to be careful on these uh, on these weeks where they're facing righties. Um, let's move over to um, the Los Angeles Angels versus the Seattle Mariners. Their lineup is not out tonight yet, but they'll have a four-game set with a doubleheader on Saturday. The Los Angeles Angels are throwing three lefties out of the four, and the Mariners are throwing two lefties, two righties. So for the Angels, Taylor Ward in his last 30 games, 99 plate appearances, 190 average, 303 OBP, 238 slug, 551. OPS, six barrels, one homer, expected war of 292. Not great. Um, his slugging versus line-handed pitching went down 200 points from his season start to his last 30 games. His barrel also has plummeted from 11.7% to 5%. So he's not that plug-and-play kind of guy. You know, I you get biased like that, too. I kind of just like, oh, you know, you plug a guy in, you know, sometimes just because of what he did, you know, the, uh, the recency bias. So just, you know... Yeah, obviously we can't just go by last 30 as well because that, that's not indicative of what's going to come next. But it's definitely something that you want to use when you're looking at players to start. David Fletcher has started um, four of seven since he came back. He's set versus three right. He probably just gets two starts here. But it, I don't know. if it, Obviously the multi-eligibility in a DC can help you. So you're probably going to plug him in because at this point of the year, you most likely have some injuries going around. But... Um, if you have better guys to start, you probably can do that. Joe Adele has played five of the last eight first right-handed pitching. Uh, probably gets two or three starts here, maybe two and a half games. 39% K rate, first right-handed pitchers with 11% barrel rate. 62% contact rate. Magneva Sierra played, has played six of 11 since his call-up. Both versus righties and lefties, he's playing versus, um, versus both. He got uh, Phil Gosselin and um, Jose Rojas mixing some time at third base. Mickey Moniak starts uh both games since he came over in a trade from the Phillies, and he homered once. On the Mariner side, Carl Santana has sat the last two uh, versus left-handed pitching while France had been healthy. So let's see if France is in the lineup. Um, if he gets back in there, Santana might sit versus a couple of these lefties. But um, in the 77 plate appearances versus left-handed pitching this year, Santana has a 3.6 barrel percent, 300 average, and a 6-19 K to walk percentage, but a 51% ground ball percentage. Jesse Winker has played two of his last three versus lighties versus lefties and six of his last nine. Um, but I'm assuming they get him into the lineup in at least two 
three games in this. Maybe he sits down one of the doubleheader versus uh, Reed Detmers. Um, Kyle Lewis, 41 played appearances since back, 111 average, 414 OPS, 0083 ISO, and 8% battle percent, 32% K rate. Um, he started 10 of 13 and 6 straight at DH. Let's see how much uh, playing time Kelnick gets versus left-handed pitching. Um, and Toro, not only does he, is he not playing well this year, but he usually sits first lefties. So if you got him in DCs and we're counting on for multi-eligibility, consistent production, it's really not going to happen this week. It hasn't happened all year. Let's move over now to the New York Yankees and the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, that lineup is not out yet either. 8-15 start. Yankees are throwing one lefty in the series, Nestor Cortez, and they'll be facing Jordan Montgomery. They just traded for Harrison Bader. Um, Benintendi, since he went to the Yankees, two stolen bases in seven games. Um, he has four overall since July 23rd. He started seven straight games as well as two versus left-handed pitching. We might see uh, green light Benny. Who knows? Um, but got the average got the obp he's in a good lineup so you could expect some good production from him um dj lemayhu um he's really been on a roll he started 18 of his last 20 but his last 30 games 360 average 467 obp three homers um 33 runs plus rbis two stolen bases 180 wrc plus 947 ops and a six percent barrel percentage really solid multi-eligibility obviously um leads off um, most games, sometimes he bats fifth. Matt Carpenter has sat his last two versus left-handed pitching, um, so be aware of that. But um, versus lefties, you know, he's still got a chance to mash. Um, 48% fly ball percentage, two barrels, two homers, and seven runs plus RBI in his last 14 days. Um, let's see, Gorman on the Cardinals has sat versus last... Um, Sat in his last six games versus left-handed pitching. He'll probably play um, two games here against the Yankees versus Herman and Montas. Uh, Tyler O'Neill is back. Yachty's back. Um, so they'll probably be a good bet to play most of the weekend. Uh, Brandon Donovan has only played two of his last five after pretty much a near everyday PT for a month. Uh, Paul DeYoung is back. Five straight starts. And Tommy Edmond has only start, uh, has sat two of his last three versus right-handed pitching. Hope he doesn't fall into a platoon. I have a lot of... In, um, Shares of Tommy Edmond and um, hope he doesn't fall into that kind of uh, playing time situation. Let's go to Pittsburgh and Baltimore. The lineup is out here. They are both throwing out three righties in this series piece. Um, you got Ben Gamble, plays every day versus right-handed pitching. Um, his last 56 plate appearances versus righty, 11.5% barrel rate, 700 OPS. Um, Tucapito Marcano is back leading off today. It's his third straight start, second straight leadoff. Um, he's in left field this game. Um, it's interesting. Kevin Newman had a really solid run of batting first or second, playing second or, or, or shortstop. And now he, um, had a game off yesterday and now he's batting six. So it looks like they're going to want to get Marcano some run batting leadoff, which is very interesting. Um, O'Neill Cruz, Brian Reynolds, uh, Blay Madras, and Cal Mitchell look to be locked into some everyday PT here. So um, if you have those players, get them in your lineup. Michael Shavers only starts versus left-handed pitching on the Baltimore Orioles side. Uh, Austin Hayes is out again. He's been hurt. He has an oblique after having a hand injury. Um, he sat, um, let's see, one game for injury and two of his last three versus right-handed pitching. He's out tonight. So um, Taryn Vavra uh, 
is starting versus right-handed pitching at DH, which he's doing tonight. He's batting fifth. Um, he's got 14 plate appearances so far, no barrels, 35% walk percentage, 333 average. Max DV of only 94, which is weak. And AAA, he had two homers and five stolen bases. He's going he's gonna to have to get on a steal basis for you to be anywhere near effective. Um, let's go to San Diego visiting the Dodgers. The Dodgers are throwing two lefties, Andrew Heaney, Tyler Anderson, and the Padres are throwing Sean Manaya as their one lefty. Is a late game, so we don't have lineups here yet, but... Uh, we're gonna have to watch out for Jake Cronenworth after the move the um, the Padres made, bringing in Brandon Drury. It's gonna get interesting. It's gonna get more packed when um, Fernando Tatis comes back. But Cronenworth sat versus the left-handed pitcher last night for the second time all year, which pretty interesting. But uh, his last 30 games, four homers, 30 runs plus ribbies, 142 uh, 142 WRC plus, uh, 16% walk percentage. So he gets on. Um, he's effective. He's a good. He's a good overall baseball player. Um, let's see. Versus left-handed pitching, um, his launch angle's been down uh, compared to the right. Uh, the ground ball goes up. The fly ball percentage goes down. Since June first, against lefties, no barrel, six seventy-one OPS, and a twenty-three percent K rate. So um, he might get platooned a little bit here. Um, they got Will Myers in the mix as well. Uh, it could get interesting. Um, Hassan Kim has started 13 straight at shortstop, uh, 306 average, one homer, three stolen bases, 20 runs plus RBIs in his last 30 with a 5% barrel rate. Got his launch angle up to 12.5%, pretty solid, 12.5 uh, degrees, sorry. Last 30 plate appearances versus lefties, 10% barrel rate, 817 OPS, 66% contact, 30% K rate. He has not sat versus a lefty since. April 23rd, so let's see what his playing time brings going forward. I know he's really effective on the field, so I'm sure the Padres are going to want to you know, keep him in the lineup. Tatis may just see a lot of time at DH when he comes back. Uh, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, Justin Turner's on the IL. They called up Miguel Vargas, who had 15 homers and 12 stolen bases and a 290 average in AAA with only a 14% K rate. Got a solid hit tool, but he's only started one of three games so far. Um, Joey Gallo gets traded to the Dodgers. He looks like he's going to take some time from Trey Thompson, who was hitting kind of well. Um, he was starting off just getting platooned, but he, he was hitting pretty solid. Um, you have James Outman there. He started four of six since he got called up. He sat first to two lefties, so... Um, if he gets a chance to play this weekend, he'll probably just be only in the two games. Um, we got SF versus Oakland playing two games. We're not even going to go over that. We have Tampa Bay traveling to the Detroit Tigers. Um, Tigers are throwing three righties. Tampa Bay throwing two righties and one lefty in Shane McClanahan for the Rays. You got Jose Siri. He's gonna, looks like he's going to get a look here with the Rays. The power and speed is known. He needs to cut his swing and strike rate and his K percentage. We all know that. He's probably going to get Raid. Right around. Um, he's got a 51% K rate versus left-handed pitching. So just be aware of that. But just know that he barrels up the ball well. And if he can get going, he, he could give you a nice little boost um, in homers and steals if he gets to play about 80% of the time. Brandon Lau, um, safe here on the weekend. He has uh, only... He has sat versus three left-hand pitchers since he's been back, so he's safe this weekend. David Peralta is also locked in versus the three right-handed pitchers, but just know that he's also started versus two lefties. So that's pretty interesting going forward. It looks like he might not get Raid, which would be great for his value going forward. So if you got a chance to scoop him up, maybe he's a guy, you know, uh, 
that does well for you going forward. Yu Chang, he only plays versus left-handed pitching. It's the only pretty much other uh, major, major um, platoon right now they have going on. Um, for the Detroit Tigers side, Victor Reyes has started nine of his last ten. He's batted second seven times, 271 average, one homer, 6% barrel rate on the season. Um, got a low five-ball rate, but who knows? He gotten on runs before. Got a chance to give you some speed as well. Miggy has only played five of his last six, uh, for five of his last eight, sorry, he's slowing down his playing time pace a little bit. His room, he's also let it be known that his knees are bothering him. Um, a lot of mi mixing and matching here with the Tigers to have the Castros, Harold playing more, Willie's playing, you know, about 60 to 7% of the time. Uh, Kilbadu was sit versus lefties. Um, that's Cameron back and it started two straight, one versus lefty, one versus righty. He can also possibly be a source of stolen bases and power going forward. Um, Blue Jays, twins, all three righties on each side of the ball. Let's go to the uh, Blue Jays. Lourdes Gurriel on his last 30, 361 average, 404 OBP, two barrels, 435 BABIP, 55% ground ball rate, no homers, 20 runs plus RBIs, and one stolen base before. Um, but three courts dealing. So one for four out of stolen bases in his last 30. Um, Santiago Espinal is at a full-time PT with Witt here. Um, Witt will play some center field, second base perhaps, when Springer needs a rest and he'll DH. Um, Kevin B.J. is back in the utility role, not playing. Playing about one out of every three or four games. Romel Tapia is facing three uh, righties here in this series, but he's played only in seven of his last ten versus right-handed pitching. But if you need some speed, um, you're probably going to toss him in there in your D.C. lineups if you got him. On the Minnesota side, uh, Jose Miranda has just been phenomenal. He's played in 12 straight games. Thank God he is not being platooned at the moment. Um, Alex Kurloff, of course, went back on the IL. Just trying to, been, I've been trying to warn people about him all year about his just ability to. Him, he's even admitted himself. His team has even admitted that his his it, it's just not going to be easy for him to maintain a solid wrist strength going forward. Um, but Jose Miranda, um, his last 30, 432 OBP, 212 ISO, 191 WRC+, only a 17% K rate, four homers, and a um, ton of uh, runs plus RBI. So it's really solid. Nick Gordon is a safe bet to play too. Hopefully plays all three versus righties. Um, you know, Nick Gordon is also a sneaky, solid guy. He's up his barrel rate. He's um, really muscled up the ball a lot better than he has. And he's lifted his launch angle as well as, you know, possibly sneaking you a couple steals. Jake Cave is back. Feels like this guy's been around forever, but um, he replaces the Kyle Garlic role. He started three straight. He does have the occasional pop, so um, probably not a guy that anyone drafted or anyone wants to stream, but just noting it. Last series here, Washington traveling to the Philadelphia Phillies. This lineup is out. Um, on the series, the Washington Nationals have thrown one lefty as well as the Phillies. Corbin versus Suarez on Saturday. Um, let's see. Luis Garcia is locked into batting number two in the hole every day. Um, his ground ball and fly ball percentages are slowly creeping to that sweet spot of fantasies over his whole career. He's incrementally boosted his fly ball and lowering his ground ball. I think it's only a matter of time before he finds that really perfect sweet spot for launch angle and that, um, you know, he gets more into his power spot or at least some extra base hits. Uh, his last 14 days, he got 11% power rate and two homers. So interesting, interesting situation there. Um, you got, let's see, 
Uh, Nelson Cruz is missing his second straight game. Luke Voigt at DH. Joey Manessis is playing first base again. Um, so Joey Manessis hit 20 home runs in AAA with a 20% K rate and 116 WRC+. Uh, might get some time at first base with Voigt, you know, playing some first in DH as well. See how long Cruz stays out for. Um, and Voigt, you know, is definitely going to get his PT now for sure, 100%. Um, at third base, they, um, Ildemaro Vargas is starting today. Him and Michael Franco pretty much swapping every other day regardless of handedness. Um, Lane Thomas is again in the lineup, four straight games. I hope he gets some looks. Got him on a lot of teams and um, just want to see him get that playing time like he got last year when he was able to really turn it on and help out a lot of, uh, you know, um, fantasy owners uh, at the end of last year. His last 14, he's got a 231 ISO. So get some speed and power back in there would be pretty interesting. On the Philly side, uh, Brandon Marsh is new on the team. Starting tonight in center is his third straight start, batting ninth. Um, he should pretty much get as much PT as he can handle. Uh, JTR, man, this guy is unbelievable. Starting again, clean up. He's played 22 of his last 26 games, all catcher, not even DHing. 22 out of 26. You know, once sometimes they knock you for taking a catcher early, but this guy's just always been, always been great. Um, really solid in those games. Three or eight average, three homers, two stolen bases, 21 runs plus RBIs, 145 WRC plus, and a 15% barrel rate. Just been great. Um, love JTR. Um, Bison Star, Gene Segura is back. Um, he So he's playing second. He's going to pretty much see everyday PT. Matt Veerling's PT takes a hit. I know he's been splashed around at second and third. They did release Didi Gregorius. So I think Veerling probably fills in some little bit in center field and maybe a little bit in the infield. But his PT is going to be... You know, he was getting some run. He was showing some flashes of, of some decent skills. But it uh, looks like his playing time is going to come to um, an end. Uh, Bryson Stott, um, his last 30 games, uh, lowered his K rate down to 9%. Three homers, two stolen bases, 20 runs plus RBIs, 40% hit rate, 40% hard hit rate, and a 6% battle. He's um, slowly, you know, showing the, uh, the tools that I think a lot of people thought he was going to provide for fantasy. Again, nothing stellar, you know out of this world but uh you know some speed and power um combination kind of like a little minor jonathan india i put a post i put a tweet a long time ago about about the two and how they were similar in AAA and how they started off um their major league career um in a similar fashion so um he's gonna get his uh he's gonna get his chance there for sure so um that is it that's uh hope I, that was able to um you know help you guys a little bit with this and um yeah much love to everyone. Um, hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and is doing well, enjoying their summer. Or if you're in Australia, enjoying your winter. Um, but uh, yeah, love you guys and uh, don't be a bag of shit.